Welcome, welcome to the English Podcast with Tommy from learnenglishwithtommy.com Oh yes, it's episode 8 of the Brilliant British Accents and Dialects. I'm Tommy and welcome to this episode. Um, sitting somewhere in Hampshire, I believe near Southampton, is Katie from Abridge Academy. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Um, just a quick one. We we don't know each other because we haven't met each other before. Those are those people who think I've never heard this voice before. Where would we find you? What, who are you first? Because we need to we need to know who you are. Because there are lots of people out there on Instagram who don't trust new voices. Who are you? Where where are you from, Katie? South of the UK, um, near a city called Southampton. You're from the Sol- you're from the Solent region then. Yes, yes. So Solent is the like the south coast of the UK. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so for those of you looking at a map of the of the UK at the moment, if you if you if you pinpoint where I'm from, the town of Reading, and you just sort of head almost directly south, south by southwest. You'll end up at you'll end up in the city of Southampton, and Katie is somewhere in the region of Southampton. Um, Katie, you, before you came on, you talked about your you talked about your experiences of uh, of being in China, of having a having your own company of Abridge Academy. Has this did this have an effect on your on the way that you spoke, or you speak the, the English language? I think it depends. Like, your accent depends a lot more on where you were brought up, I would say. Mm. Um, so I went to China, first actually as a university student, as an exchange student. Um, so that was quite a few years ago, but not too long ago. Um, but by this point, I think most people's accent is already relatively well established. So mm. I don't think it had a huge impact, but I think one thing I did learn in China was to speak more clearly or to slow down because most of the other students when I was studying there, they, like English was their second language. Um, and also when I was going back in future years for teaching, then obviously you're working with younger students who, you know, English is their second language and they're learning English at often quite a beginner's level. So I think, yeah, my time in China taught me to slow down and to try and speak more clearly. Um, I think I'm fortunate in that in the South of the UK, our accent is relatively understandable. People are quite familiar with it, maybe from TV or um, like films they've watched. Mm. So people tend to be able to understand uh, the accents. I've not had to modify my accent so much. Mm. It's interesting because I had, um, I had Vicky, a common friend of ours. You know, she mm. she comes from Nottinghamshire. Um, she came on and she she taught me a lot about how. How she speaks the English language. You know, there's so if we if I compare, myself and yourself to Vicky, the way that she speaks, is completely different. You know, we we speak almost yeah. on a parallel. We almost speak the same. We almost talk in the same way, me and you, because we're from very close to each other. You know, Southampton from Reading is about a couple. You know, a couple of hours drive down south. You know, so we're not too far away from each other. But even within that two hour, you know, even within that two hour journey, the way that we speak, the way that people speak English, sort of varies very slightly. So you know. Um, just tell me, what would you what would you say the word is for three hundred and sixty five days? I mean, three hundred and sixty five days is a. That's one year. It's one year, 
So, you know, you, you pronounce it almost in a, almost exactly the same way as I pronounce it. How would you pronounce the county that you come from? It's called... Hampshire. Hampshire. Okay. And how would you pronounce the royal county where I'm from? Berkshire. Berkshire, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the way that you pronounce that, the ending of the shear is very slightly different, but we're almost parallel. We're almost on a parallel train line with each other. Just there's a slight... There's a slight difference between what we sp- between the two ways that we speak. Okay, so um, yeah, say in the south, like in near Southampton, our R sounds are a bit softer. Yeah. Um, so I found when I was teaching, I, I worked before as a teacher in the UK, and I was teaching a school just north of London. So it's not much further north than Southampton. It's just a you know a few hours drive. Mm. But um, my accent definitely was different to like the students. So one thing <laughs> I had one student, his name was Howie. And you know, I'd say Howie, but apparently this sounds like Howie. I, I pronounce my R's much softer yeah. than they were pronouncing it. It's just you know, just a short drive north. Yeah. Whereas I think maybe if further north you go, the R sound is a bit harsher. I mean, if I, the way I pronounce the way, how would you pronounce the if you put an A and R together in the word, for example, the name Harry? How That'd do you? Howie. Yeah, see, it sounds for me like you're saying Howie, you know, A, yeah, it sounds like you're me, saying... I never noticed that. I never <laughs> noticed that until I moved just a small distance north and then suddenly everyone's R sounds were a lot harder, it sounded. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird, you don't notice your own accent. Everyone thinks they have a neutral accent. Yeah, but exactly. But when you move to a different place, suddenly you notice that actually there was a difference in how we speak. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because... Um, I never knew it. I never put. I never really sort of actively looked about, looked at it until I was interviewed in episode five. I think it was when I was up, when I was being interviewed myself by Vicky. And she asked me, uh, you know, she said that you, the 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 way that I speak is is like a subtle RP, but not quite up, not quite one hundred percent. You know, because there's a there's a slight twang. Apparently, I've got a slight twang, which I never actively thought about. I never actively heard it until the, you know, until until I was asked, you know, until I was asked about this. So yeah, that was. It's probably true of most southern accents, right? Because RP received pronunciation is something that was like formally taught to newsreaders, not really a a common dialect or something people actually spoke. Yeah. Um, but it's similar to southern accents. So I think most people in the south. Probably speak similar to our people with some, as you say, a slight twang, a slight yeah. change to your accent. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything particular in Southampton that you, uh, or in the Solent region, that you guys say? I mean, I know you did a bit of research before we we caught, before we came here. I'm not going to say where you found the where you found it, but you know, you did a bit of research before we before we before we recorded this. Is there anything that you guys in the area of Southampton? say or perhaps pronounce in a different way apart from the ar for example you pronounce it sounds more like an ow um what do you guys is there anything particular that you guys say i think i was looking into this beforehand because you don't notice the regional words until actually you move somewhere else and you think why does no one say this why why am i saying something different um one of the ones that i definitely do this to be say somewhat yeah rather than, or some when, rather than somewhere or sometime. Yeah. So for example, you might say, let's meet up somewhere, yeah. rather than sometime. 
Some when. So, some when. Well, when is about time, right? So, yeah. when are we going to meet up? We're asking the time. Yeah. So, some when is it's kind of a made up word, I guess. That also means some time. That's interesting. It's more commonly used apparently in the South. <laughs> I never realised that this was something that other people didn't say. <laughs> yeah, we'd say, like, shall we, shall we hang out sometime? Or shall we meet up sometime? Yeah. Or some when? Yeah. It can be used interchangeably. Yeah. Can we meet up some when? Can we meet up sometime? Yeah. You said there's something that you say when you ramble, when people ramble on quite a lot. They talk a lot. For yeah, no... there's another one that I think is quite unique um, to this area. We apparently say a lot, like blabbering on. So if someone's talking too much and they're not actually saying anything useful, they're just rambling on, we'd say they're blabbering on. Yeah. Um, like you might say, uh, your teacher, they were, they were going on for ages and talking for a long time and they didn't say anything interesting. So say she was blabbering on for half an hour, which meant you didn't learn anything from this conversation. You didn't get to speak, just that the teacher talked continuously for half an hour yeah. on nothing interesting. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Would you say, is there anything in particular that we need to go and do, or is there anything that we, in particular, that we need to go and see when we, when we, when we end up flying into Southampton Airport, or you know that we're in the, we're in the, so we're in the, we're on the south coast near Southampton, Portsmouth area. Is there anything that we need to go and visit? Yes, I think like in this area, the south, there's actually quite a lot of places to visit. Lots of people. When they come to the UK, they think of London. And actually, I know a lot of friends, like international friends, that say, oh, yeah, I went to the UK. I spent a whole week in London. Yeah. And I'm like, you haven't seen the UK. Um, <laughs> London is very different to the rest of the UK. And actually, if you look at Hampshire, which is, you know, maybe mm, two hours the most on the train from, from London. So if someone's coming to visit, they should definitely you know, see more of the UK. Yeah. Around here, we have, um, I mean, Southampton itself doesn't have a lot of interesting sites. There's some history in Southampton. Mm. So there are like some historical places to visit. There's this big gate in the centre of town, which is like really old, mm. um, which is quite interesting. But the city itself is not that exciting. And um, you mentioned Portsmouth, I think, you know, Portsmouth is a more popular tourist spot in that it has a lot of naval history. Mm. So you can learn about like boat building workshops. Um, uh, there's lots of museums there as well. And there's a really old ship called the Mary Rose, which was in, I can't remember which war, but a long, long time ago, um, it sank. It was you know, in a big battle. Yeah. And they've raised it up from the seabed. And now you can see it in the museum, it's been preserved. Yeah. So that's quite an interesting place if you're interested in sort of maritime history. Mm. Then in terms of, other history, I think also Winchester is a really nice town. So there's a really big cathedral, like a large church in Winchester, yeah. which has yeah a lot of tourists to go to visit Winchester for the, the cathedral. It's very famous. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, the architecture there was very old and very beautiful. Mm. And similarly, just across the border into Wiltshire, there's a city called um, Salisbury. <laughs> That's the word. There's Salisbury. a city called Salisbury. Um, which is famous for Stonehenge. And a lot of people do day trips from London to go visit Stonehenge. Yeah. It's really old stones on the hill, which yeah. scientists and historians don't really know what it was for, but they think it may be some kind of calendar or clock type system. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's quite an interesting place to go visit. Super. And um, while you were just talking, there was one word that you came at, one word that you said, historical. Mm. Okay, just, re just repeat it for me historical yeah so you're not even pronouncing the r is almost 
swallowed completely. You know, almost getting rid of yeah. the R of the historical. You know, what I mean, so you know that that's quite interesting. That I never quite actively listen to the way that I speak. You know, now I'm hearing different ways of saying different words. You know, you said historical. You know, it's almost like the R is completely gone and you're just pronouncing O and an I together, which makes an OI. And yes. where we where in where we're, where I come from, we we speak, we we pronounce the word as it as good as it is written. You know, so we try and pronounce all of the syllables of the letter as they come. So historical. You know, so I'm. The R is a bit stronger than the R is much stronger than it is down on down on the south coast of you know where you, yeah, from definitely. where you're from. Yeah. I think you'll notice it even more at the further north you go. Yeah. There are stronger pronunciations of certain letters like the the R sound. Yeah. Um, very soft on the south coast where I live. And yeah. the further north you go, friends are much further north, and their R sounds are definitely a lot stronger. Yeah. yeah. Super, Katie Prescott from A Bridge Academy. I'd like to thank you for your time this morning. Is there any, any any final things that you would like to say before before you before you leave us? I think that's everything. So thank you so much for having me. It was really interesting to sort of discuss about different accents. Definitely a lot uh, to learn from that. Uh, and I've learned a lot from you as well. It's really interesting learning that you know just a few hours more the accent is very different. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, it's great speaking to you and thank you very much. Thank you very much, Katie. And you, dear listeners, I hope that you've listened. I hope you've listened now and you've heard something new, something historical has happened here on the English podcast with Tommy. We finally got rid of the R in historical. So I hope you join me once again very soon for another episode of the English podcast with Tommy. It's goodbye from me, Tommy, and it's goodbye from Katie. Thanks. Goodbye.